let's do that. I, w I would like to hear that. This is a good medium for it. I actually didn't go anywhere. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. I've been using the word medium a lot. I don't know why. I don't know where I picked that up. <laughs> medium. <laughs> <laughs> you pick up these words. I'm a very, like... <laughs> what do you got? So you just... <laughs> So you just like heard it and then you said, I'm going to start using that or just subconsciously just started adding it. No, I do that all the time though with certain stuff. Are we on? Oh yeah. Oh wow. We're like, there's no rap. <laughs> I don't know if we didn't, any hear, good. <laughs> we didn't hear no, I'm trying something new. I'm trying something new. I'm going to bring so that in later. Even so, yeah. tell me, dude. It's he's perfect, just, man. Gonna, just go with it. You know, just throw flexible. it at me. I, I do that. I'm a very, once I grab onto something, yeah. I'm like poster child for it. And I, I get in, so what does I get it take for you to grab onto something? some people, I don't know. Nice. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> already did that. already did that. Uh, I, well, before like, I what answer does it that actually question, take? Come on. It takes something. No, I don't know. It's got to be something that just like clicks. Okay. So for a while I listened to, uh, Carrie Newhouse podcast and, um, leadership podcast. And yeah. he always says this thing. Like, let's like double click on that for me. Yeah, like unpack it. You know, that's another way to say unpack it. And I caught myself saying it all the time. And I don't know. I don't know if it's like a repetition <laughs> thing or if it's like, oh, that's a, that's a really good way to say That's a creative it. way to say that. And that makes sense to me. So when it makes sense to me, I want it. I think it comes from like, I want things to make sense to people. Uh, and so if it makes sense to me. To so like clarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a desire for clarity. I think for sure. Well, at least say that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it maybe there's like this this deep seated desire to like be cool or something. I don't oh. know. <laughs> Not sure if saying medium like... is that cool <laughs> or double click or know. maybe smart. Or, <laughs> I don't know. I just, maybe maybe that is maybe it's intellectual. I want to be intellectual. Yeah, yeah. I no, it's good. I I got made not made fun of, but like people would. I didn't even realize I was doing it, but like the word unpack, <laughs> let's unpack that for let's a little bit that. or mobilize the church. <laughs> oh, no. We need to mobilize people. <laughs> well, I guess I said that. Unpack is what, man, so many messages I heard unpack, unpack. And I was like, that is so weird. It's like you're on a trip and like there's a bunch of luggage said? there and there's a box. No, I've never said it. Oh, as far as I know. Mm. I seriously, I, I think that's untrue. Maybe I, as far I as I know, I, I don't say unpack. Either. I really don't, because I think it's a strange thought, like a, a weird picture. Like, it's like it's you have a strange. you have a box, yeah, and it's full of like Amazon bubbles or you know the packing peanuts, yeah. And you're like, let's unpack this and find the, the jewels. Let's get rid of these packing peanuts, and then let's find the actual. Yeah, you got to figure goodness, out what's in you know, there. What you and ordered, then, and then once you once you unpack it, <laughs> then what do you do? Repack it, or <laughs> no, what do you do? Play with it? <laughs> no, you enjoy the truth, as oh. Paul would say. You know, like okay. work out your salvation. You know, you explore it from all angles. Okay, and... okay, but I just don't, <laughs> just don't know if you should unpack it. <laughs> are you tracking? Are you tracking with me? That's another oh, one. You know? Oh you yeah, are you tracking? I don't know that I've I've I don't caught on that, to that. But one. I mean, no, I've probably said it before. I'm guilty of it. I, I just say things. No, but I, I, I have the ability, I think, to like get people to buy into stuff like that. Like maybe I say I say trash muffin and pigeon. Wow. And <laughs> I don't know how smart yeah. that is. Your but dad, if your, your if dad, your premise your is like intellectual or cool, no. I think you just jumped off the wagon, man. <laughs> and so therefore, see, this is my problem. I don't know where it comes oh, from. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Trash muffin, jack wagon. What did you say? What else did you say? Pickle, or I don't know whatever you say. <laughs> pigeon. You got pigeon. Oh, pigeon. Yeah, I got pickle on my mind because we're gonna yeah. play some pickleball that I've never played before. Oh, it's so. gonna be good. I'm gonna own you. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I, maybe because I don't know anything about it, so we'll see. Yeah, you can't own in. somebody that they don't buy I know, into. It's like. I'll be confident. I mean, I'll be humble. I'll be humble and just till oh, we get there. Oh, come till on. we get there. That's false you know. humility. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ray. And I'm Ruben. And this is the Rabbit Hole Ramble. It's a podcast <laughs> where we say the, the quiet, quiet part, part out loud. <laughs> nice. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I um spring out the last you, know? you say be in your presence. I was in Costa Rica for 
just a couple days. Felt like an eternity. No, I'm just kidding. That's funny. I really didn't. <laughs> no, I uh, last minute got a plane ticket. There was a, there was a, eh, it's not too expensive. I mean, not, not the cheapest thing ever, but not too expensive. And went to Costa Rica. My friend to stay when I had surgery a week ago. So yeah. one of the things I just felt like I need to do, go do is encourage him, encourage him a little bit. And I had a few little legal things to do so I could take advantage of that. But the main reason was to go encourage him. But I will tell you, I had some strange, like, I don't know, emotions maybe, I guess, or just, yeah. uh, I don't know. We've talked a lot on this, this uh, podcast about nostalgia, the past, you know, things that affect us experiences that we remember, you know, how we have a certain memory that maybe it's not quite real, all that stuff, you know, but this was kind of a different experience. This was just really, really interesting. There's no coffee slingers in Costa Rica. I'll tell you that. No. They have some decent coffee though. There's a, there's cafe Brit. And then, um, there's a bunch of Starbucks. I mean, they're just basically taking over the country. So pretty funny. Well, you, yeah, <clears throat> you, is that where you get that, those bags from every once in a while? Mm. Brit. Yep. Is that, Brit. That's a that's a coffee shop. Then. It's a coffee plantation. Yeah. Oh, plantation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Coffee. There's like, it's they have their own coffee. They source their own, then they do their own coffee, and it's it's oh. decent. It's pretty good. Very cool. Yeah. So, but that's not our sponsor. You know, our sponsor is coffee slingers. Coffee slingers. <laughs> and I've been trying to get Isaac to get a get a a coffee from Costa Rica, but I think that our problem was as soon as we were thinking through it, it was the um, COVID hit, so it kind of messed up our oh trajectory, but. Coffeeslingers.com slash rabbit hole ramble. Coffee. Good For stuff. For all your coffee needs and merch. Coffee all online merch. orders are 15% off. 15% off from our friends over at discount. Over at Coffee Slingers. Yep. Um, they have something new that I tried. Let me think here. Of course, London Fog, but then they have something else. They have a they have a, a, a pancake latte. Pancake oh, latte. Yeah, you, you Was it called that. a pancake? Uh, it's something pancake. Yeah, it it must be pan, maple pancake. Maple like pancake, that. something. Anyway, it was it was it was good. I do like the London Fog better, but yeah, because you said all, all their flavors are really they're pretty subtle, subtle, which is good. Yeah, because then you can really taste the goodness of the coffee. Yep, which is what they're, they're that's what they want. For. Yeah, that's what they want. But Costa Rica was interesting. Um, how are things back here? Though I mean, I left. 80 degrees <laughs> and I come back. Did you brought something back? No, no, with I didn't you, bring dog. it. It was already yeah, here. Yeah, because yesterday was fine. Exactly. No, no. Yesterday yeah, was cold. Yeah. No, when I got here it was cold. False. Dude. Okay. There was so many storms yeah. in Houston. When you it got was here, it was cold because you brought it with you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was when I left, it was oh, 80 man. degrees. No, when I got back, perfect. 50 something. Yesterday was magic. What's up with this wind though? This you, wind is oh, like the window tornadic. We almost couldn't get in the door. I know. I like I couldn't I believe it. I barely got my backpack in before it slammed on me. Oh, seriously? Holy cow. Dangerous. But came back and the weather is like, like I don't know, it's not winter, but I mean, it's definitely cold. Colder. Yeah. So, but anyway, I don't think human beings are meant to be in, in drastic change like that. I don't, I don't know if we were designed to endure like culture, language, geography, <laughs> uh, weather, food just in a two hour period, you know, you're going from this to this, like an extreme. Mm -hmm. So, and Costa Rica is just a, it's a modern place, but it is a, it is an interesting experience because there is definitely, they definitely act like there's a pandemic there. Um, oh. I mean, you don't see not even one face without a mask, not even, doesn't matter where you are on the street, right outside the house, there's a national mandate. And as soon as you leave your door, you have to have a mask on. Um, so that's just how the the whole country is. And, and what's you go to any place, whether it's the little mini mini mart store, the bank, or the mall, or pharmacy, doesn't really matter where you go. They have these wash wash stations right outside the entrance, and you have to go to the wash stations. You have to wash your hands. You got to dry your hands off. You got to go through like a checkpoint where they check your temperature before you go in anywhere. So it doesn't matter if you're going into Walmart or doesn't matter. So. Mm -hmm. Pretty, pretty interesting. So just that, just that was different. You know, Costa Rica is a very um, touchy, no personal bubble space. Um, you know, they give you a kiss on the cheek as far as the the women, the women, men uh, give, give like a kiss on the cheek and like a hug, you know, nothing, man, not none of that. And really? so it was just really starkly different than the Costa Rica I left. 
you know, so many years ago. Wow. Do you think they'll so, ever... I don't know. I was talking to Stalin about that, and there's like, it was almost like the death blow to to the uh, affectionate <laughs> country. It was just kind of really, really bizarre. Um, and that's that's interesting to me because you go into other parts of the world and there are definitive like cultural norms right that certain people groups have like you know yeah. um and i i don't know well, i just I mean, off the top of my head i don't know like where they would be but i mean you there's places where they greet with one kiss or you Two kiss on both around, sides right? and you, you know you hug and certain certain types of like pats on the back like number of pats are like right. customary and they well like a kiss and... a shake a hug a shake you know it's like there's this pattern i yeah. agree but i kind of wonder if this if if covid or you know the global pandemic if it actually altered more than just what i saw in costa rica i think what's strange is here we're in yukon oklahoma which <laughs> it's just a different experience as far as covid goes and, and wherever you're listening to maybe your maybe your covid experience or what's currently happening is not what we're experiencing right but you know there was a there was a definite time where people weren't shaking hands weren't even fist pumping you're basically keeping away from everyone had your mask on had your your distance but it, it seemed like as soon as the the vaccination was rolled out. It seems like to me, maybe that was around the time. It was like the vaccination rolled out, mass mandates went away, and then personal space was removed again. It's almost like handshakes and hugs, especially you know around other believers. You know, you're just like other Christians. It's like handshake, hug. There's still fist bumps happening, mm -hmm. and it's almost like that time where we separated from one another was about a six month period. And then it was, you know, six, eight months, depending on the person. Some people were a year, um, but it seems to be right here. It's all but erased, you know. Um, I think there are people when you see them with a with a mask on, you respect respect their space. Mm -hmm. um, and then you go into certain certain stores, and there's some people that do and some people that don't. But it is weird to go from a kind of a all over the place experience here in this in in Oklahoma to Costa Rica, where it is straight up all restricted um very interesting and even the driving's restricted like they are, there's a curfew at 10 o'clock 10 p.m is curfew wow. you can't be on the road driving till before 5 a.m so from 10 to 5 there's no driving that's totally weird for costa rica uh there's no trucks there's no traffic there's no street noises which is bizarre um so i was only there for i mean sunday to wednesday and so <laughs> it was a real quick turnaround you know yeah and what a weird experience. What a strange, for me, strange, that part of it. But then I also spent, I've spent most of my life in, in Central America. Um, and I've not, I've gone back pretty often until now. So it's been about four years since I've been back. Three and a half, four, almost four. Talk about a, just a strange experience for me to be back there. Things well, changed. Everything's changed there. Like yeah. it hasn't stayed. You know, in your mind, everything stayed. Yep. But it's all changed. Yeah. So it's like it's like when you don't see someone for six months, if they grow hair or if they get a haircut or if they gain weight or lose weight, you're just like, what? What happened? It happened overnight, but six months went by. So right. things people yeah. change, you know. So that's it's kind of like that. There's buildings everywhere. There's there's actually skyscrapers, which is not normal. I mean, Costa Rica has always had small buildings and there's a bunch of tall condos and buildings downtown and it's just stuff because they said there's the rooms gone there's no there's no more land so they're just going up so there was one of those uh, uh condominiums there's two condominiums next to each other real tall they probably had i can't even guess how many floors but pretty high and right behind it there was this like futuristic looking cube that was up that high too hmm. and i was like what is that and i said oh that's the parking garage and it's got a, a machine in it so you just pull the car into the bottom floor and then the machine takes it and parks it wherever it's supposed to be parked, like puts it into its slot. And I'm like, what the heck? Stop. It's like a vending machine. Yes. Dog. For your car. So everyone in the condos has a slot, has a parking space in the building behind it. And I'm like, this is in Costa Rica. This is weird. That's amazing. I've seen. I mean, we don't have that in Oklahoma. <laughs> I've seen. Well, the, yeah. Down, downtown OKC. Yeah, the vent, the vending, the car like, that's a, a, a you can buy a car. Right. What's it called? Carvana or something like that? I think so. Carvana or whatever. 
Yeah, that's, that's the, the only one, one I've ever seen. Experience. And that's, you know, glass. But this is just a big box. <laughs> wow. Like, and I guess that's very normal in Asia. That's but amazing because then you don't have to, like... Don't have to find a spot. Find, like, go around and around and around and work right. your way up to the different levels and then, like, finally find one and then right. find an elevator. And So I don't know if it's, like, I didn't go right up to it to, to see how you get it out. But I don't know if you just put a code in or give it to the attendant and they put it in and they pull it out. I don't know. It's weird. Wow. Super weird. So those That's kind of awesome. things were shocking. Right. Because just the – I mean, there's – let me count here. From the airport to my house, which is about – 45, 50 minutes. I mean, on, there's light traffic because there's restrictions, but um, there was at least five new malls in that stretch, which wow. is bizarre. And so it's like even right there by the neighborhood, there's a big old mall. And I'm like, wow. It's like I know I had been gone a while, but I didn't realize it had been this long, you know? So, right. So and that got, nostalgia was, yeah, that was like the thing that I remembered was not there. <laughs> you know, it was different. So you couldn't just feel comfortable. And and it seemed like Costa Rica went for the longest time with very little change. And so it wasn't like, like the whole time I lived there, yeah, they built a mall and they, you know, it was over the 14, 15 year period, you know, built a mall here and improved a road here. But to see that kind of change in a four year period just blew my mind, blew my mind. So, so anyway. What, what did it? What did you feel when you realized that it wasn't the place that you left? Like, were you frustrated, angry, sad? I was a surprise because it was unexpected, but I was impressed. Okay. And then I was like, man, I didn't get to experience all this stuff. Okay. So it wasn't even, it wasn't sadness. It was, it was just more like, huh, this didn't happen when I was here, <laughs> you know? So more like more like a missed out of something, you know? Oh, okay. And so, and it wasn't like fear of missing out, like FOMO. It was more like IMO. I missed out. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, and I don't, so that was one thing. Well, then I, you know, one of the things that Costa Rica for me in my head is all about now is two things, the food and certain people. And for me to say the people is not true because I don't really miss all the people. But there are certain people that that's mm -hmm. what Costa Rica is about. So certain food and certain, you know, the people, certain people. And so I got to spend three days straight with, um, well, not three days, like two and a half days with um, Esteban and his wife and, his, and their kids. Mm -hmm. And that's the only people I saw outside of our outside of our friend, Chad Bramer. Um, he came to pick me up at the airport. Oh, cool. And I hung out with him a little bit as we did a couple errands. And then he took me back to the airport uh, yesterday. So outside like of those... The they've been there the whole time. Now, yeah, they've been, right? well, they've been there the whole time, the whole pandemic. Uh, they've been there for because they five years. They left as soon as we came here. Right, like that right. was kind of the trend. Well, that was their and that was their out. furlough. So they had already been there one stint, learned Spanish, came oh, okay, back furloughed, okay. and they were there for the second second term, I guess. So and they got there. I think it was Jan. No, it was December. I think it was December of 2019. No, oh, it would have been January. They were still living in the house in January. Were they? Yeah, because that's why we we couldn't move in then, because ah they were yes. January like fifteenth or fourteenth or something because yeah. they were still trying to get some You're things right. packed and shipped and and all that. So they landed stuff. and then they went into pandemic. So you had the same experience same here, experience, yeah. and they had the experience there. Wow, that's and so, like a parallel experience. So, <laughs> so just to be there and only hang out with a certain people <clears> and have actually some intense like personal time was so good, super good. And, uh, you know, Stephen and I are real good friends. We talk over the phone quite a bit, and we have for years. I mean, ever since I've been here. But it's just a – it was just a cool – it was cool to be able to hang out with him. Kendi, his wife, actually sat down with us, which is not normal. We don't normally just all sit down and talk. Mm -hmm. She's normally running or, you know, got errands or whatever. But because of the current situation, it's just like, you know, he just had back surgery. Um, she still has – she's recovered from cancer, but she still has a – uh, colonoscopy bag. They okay. haven't reattached it because of COVID. And so it was just a slower pace and it was so good. It was so good to be able to like sit and hang out with them. And then I got to go up to the church and kind of see what they've done. Super proud of them. They've done some really awesome things to the building that's and cool. really awesome things to the church and the property and the people are just really, you know, connected. And so that's really cool, but I didn't see anybody. So the whole time I was there, I felt like I was like hiding from people, but it really wasn't that wasn't what I was doing. It was just, that's just what it, it is, what it is, you know? Right. 
Um, food, oh man, Kendi is a phenomenal cook. So she, of course, she overfed me while we were there. <laughs> so all my favorites, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> so that was super good. Um, there's these uh, called patacones in Costa Rica. Other countries call them tostones, but they're uh, green bananas. They fry them, they smash them, fry them, and then they eat them like, uh, I don't know, it's just a patacone. Or, uh, you, you can put beans on it or there's okay. some things you can put on it. Man, she made that, and it was so good. She made my favorite rice milk, you know, rice pudding, so good. Um, rice and beans, of course, for breakfast, and then eggs, and then just all the good stuff, you know. And then, of course, the the sweet plantain bananas. Uh, man, anyway, I left full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So full relationally, but also full physically. Um, the roads have improved so much. It is so surprising to see how good the roads are right now. Wow. Um, so... The traffic's still traffic, but it's the roads are better. Um, so anyway, I think I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I made I made one I did one thing that really kind of messed me up mentally, and it was uh, we had our, our house there that we we uh, we still own, mm-hmm. and uh, I went over and walked through it, and it messed me up, man. I just Oof. it was just not good. <laughs> it was it was not a good moment for me. So um, it made me it made me leave and it felt a little depressing just a little bit like i, I went back to where Stevan and kendy's house and i felt a little depressed and i uh, said man that was a weird experience and he goes what and i told him and he goes you imagine living down the street from the house <laughs> and so he's been living there without us in the house for you know four five years he said imagine that i was like yeah i know i get that so it made me want to sell even more you know so we've reduced the price and trying to get it out there but anyway wow it was a i don't know it's kind of like what we were talking about a, a while back, you know, it's like, what is the, what is your thing or what's the, what's the underlying value or whatever that drives you? And I was trying to really think about it. Like what, like, why did that affect me? Why, mm-hmm. you know, why that? But then also being with them and, and going through that couple of days with them, it was so positive. Um, and it was good. You know, it was real good. So how do you, how do you separate that though? Like you go back to a place that you love and continue to love. It's not that you're, I'm a citizen. I mean, I'm a citizen. So yeah. And, and then you have a great experience like that with people that you continue to love. Mm -hmm. And yet you one more time have to say, and come to come to the terms with reality that you don't live there. It's just a trip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I think in my back of my head for the last several years, I've always thought that um, you know Costa Rica will always be a part of my life and maybe a big part of my life. And I think what this trip did is it made me almost confront that it may not be a big part of my life, mm. that it's there and it's a part of my life, but it may not be a big one. And so that was mm. a weird, it was almost like a um, collide, you know, it was like a, like I ran up against something. So, and I think the first day I was uh, with uh, Chad, we went, we ran an errand and I was like, you know, this is, you know, I, yeah, this is, this is what I remember and standing in lines. I mean, there was a line that was a kilometer long, man, that I stood in. I mean, that's just like <laughs> only there. And then there's people in line getting ready, like putting makeup on. And, and then there's people standing next to, next to each other. People don't care about this stuff, but like couples, they'll stand next to each other. And of course we're like social distance in this line that's wrapped around the block and people are getting ready, like with makeup, and and then there's other people, the spouses, you know, uh, picking their face, and just weird stuff that you're just like, okay, yeah, I'm ba- I'm back in Central America, you know, this is very normal. Well, then you throw in all the masks, and you throw in all the separation, and it's changed, you know, just the procedures change. You don't, there's a lot more control than there used to be. Mm. Um, used to be, you'd have to figure it out. Well, there's no figuring anything out because they don't want you trying to figure it out. They want you to do what they tell you to do, and so that's just different. So I think the first day I was like, okay, this is what I remember. But then everything else from then on was like, wow, this is confirmation that this place has changed and I'm gone, you know? Wow. Um, and it would be, it'd be a learning curve for me to get back into it. I'm sure I could do it, but I mean, right. learning curve to get back into it. So really interesting. Really, it was really bizarre. And it was almost like trying to, uh, probably trying to underline, identify what was going on in my mind and heart while that was happening. I was re- er, listening to something the other day speaking of like change 
<clears throat> you said Costa Rica changed. Obviously, your life has changed, and you're you're processing through like what, um, you know, the change that or the idea of change that that might not be a big part of your life. And I was listening to this. Uh, I think it was a podcast and they were talking about, they asked the question, how does change happen? And it's impossible for change to happen unless something dies, like Mm. a a percentage of something, not a percentage of something. I forget how they exactly worded it, but like whether big or small, something must die in order for for change to take place because you can't, I, and I think our tendency as humans, we take all these good experiences and these good memories that we have. That's why like nostalgia and like things happen. He was talking about a an, a car accident that they were in, that he was in. He remembers the song that, oh, wow. that he was listening to when he was in that car accident. And so every time he, you know, hears that song, hmm. he gets knots in his stomach because, and he kind of replays that thing in his mind. And our, our mind it's some of the stuff that you've been talking about here recently is like, well, you, you might've been talking about it for a long time, but I've noticed you talking about it. And then a newer idea for me is that, you know, like we're made up of mind, body, and spirit, right. um, mind, body, soul. And they, they're all intertwined. It's not these separate compartments that we can kind of like separate and deal with different things. You know, they're all intertwined in some way. So all that to say this is that we want to hold on to things and we want to try to keep everything alive, like especially things that we have good memories of, right? right? Like, and, right. and I don't think it's a wrong desire for any, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But if I had a good experience, you know, for you as a, as a missionary in Costa Rica, there's part of you that like, man, I like, I kind of want to like, just keep the flame going a yeah. little bit. Like, Relive I that a little bit, that, yeah. Keep that yeah. alive. And then I have these good fr- friendships over here. I've had great experience here in Yukon, Oklahoma, pastoring this church. And there's, there's bad ones along the way for sure. But like, you know, right. you take all of these things that, are part of our story. And if you try to keep all of them alive, like you're eventually like, you're going to find yourself wore out, stuck, never moving on to anything else. When you burn out. I mean, that definitely will be a burnout. So he said, he said, you really have to come to terms with and like really acknowledge and understand that the reality of change is that something must die. Like Hmm. something has to die in order for something else to have like have life. Yeah, and I mean, even <laughs> not to go like, not to Jesus juke everything, but like, if you even think of a picture of the gospel, right? Like, or Old Testament sacrifices, like all throughout scripture, we see this, like in order for life to flourish, something, something must die. Right. And so we talk about dying to ourselves. We talk about dying to our passions and desires so that we can live out and fulfill his passions and desires for us. And Hmm. all these things, it's like this idea that we want, we want true change to happen, but we want our, our, we want our cake and we want to eat it too kind of thing. Right. And, uh, that's a hard, that's a hard concept to like wrestle with. I've been wrestling with it the last couple of days ever since I've heard it because I want all the good things that I've experienced in my life to stay alive. And, and I think that's Nothing maybe why a lot of people don't, if you want to call, put it this way, move on. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're physically there, they're mentally and emotionally, you know, even spiritually somewhere else because yeah. they they are trying to hold on to something that was before. And I and I and I think with with this experience of living and giving your life somewhere else overseas, I think it is good to go back to go through this thing that I went through, um, and maybe. If it wouldn't have been for, I mean, a lot of circumstances, I would have gone back sooner. And the the closer your your visits are, the the less you're gonna let that go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this one happened to be a lot longer. And I think that mood, this 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 fly, you know, this trip back, it uh, it definitely showed me that things have moved on. You know mm-hmm. that you that you're saying like something something is not there anymore. You know something is has. It's not. It's. I don't think it'll ever not be a part of my life. That's not what I'm talking about. But right. it's more like the there's some emotional attachment that's just kind of let go, and I think that's one of my almost new fuel desires to be like I got to get rid of this house because that house is still a tie. It's a physical tie, 
And I'm like, man, I, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta get rid of it. Cause it's, it's, it's unhealthy for me not to, you know? Hmm. Um, but I think we don't move on from things, you know, either. And, and I, I'm even, even negative things. We don't move on from them because we just spend so much time keeping the flame alive. Like what you said, like what you put, yeah, you know, we keep, stuck. we keep it alive and we get mentally and emotionally stuck there. And the thing about the past, um, we're, we're not meant to dwell there. We're not, we're not meant to live there. And I kind of wonder if it's like when you, when you leave the States and what's familiar and comfortable, you go to another place and whether it's a great experience or even an uncomfortable experience, that quick turnaround, like, I mean, I left on Sunday and back, came back on Wednesday, traveled all those miles, went all those places. And it's like the human body. I don't know if you're meant to process that kind of change. And I remember sometimes leaving the, the Kuna Islands, rustic, you know, dirt floors and the huts. And then within 24 hours, sitting in, in the United States somewhere, eating at a fancy restaurant. And it's like emotionally and mentally, your brain just almost short, short circuits, you know, because mm -hmm. you're there, you're physically there, but you're still living this thing that you just got over. And so I kind of wonder if that's that's the same experience with with what happened this last week with uh, <laughs> with Costa Rica. And then I wonder how many of us today are still living somewhere else. Like we're still like we've built this thing up that's not even real because like I went there and truly it broke some of the things that I thought were real. And I kind of wonder if some of us don't revisit. It's sort of like the MacGyver conversation we had in a few episodes ago. It's like, I don't want to touch it because I don't want to mess with what I remember it being, you know? Right, yeah. And I and I think some of our emotional things, some of our journey, some of our relationships, some of the trauma that we've gone through, because we keep the flame alive and don't see it for what it is, we it still dominates our thoughts and we can't move on. You know, we can't, you know, however you put it, let something die so we can, so we can change. Yeah, and I wonder if there's even like a like something neurologically that happens with like some of the things that we've maybe trauma or negative experiences that we've had in our lives and we frame it up a certain way in our mind. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's part of the reason that we tuck those things so deep is that because in the same way that you can go back to Costa Rica and you can come to terms with that changing and being different than you remember it, or um, not different than you, well, it certainly was different than you remember it, but like you're able to acknowledge and be like, oh, things have changed and things have moved on and it's not the way that I had in my mind that it would still be. And yeah. if you Well, it's like you know it though, because you, I think the, the, the experience is you know it mm -hmm. because you're talking, you see pictures, you see stuff, so you're semi-connected. Right. But you... But going and seeing it, it shifts something. It like it does something like, oh, okay. So all the stuff that I see has actually happened, and they they you know, it's not even that they don't need you. It's just that they are doing so well without you, that totally closes the chapter. You know, that closes the that closes that part of that story. And maybe, and I guess everybody's journey, depending on what you're what you're stuck with, you know, where you're stuck, whether right. it's emotionally, mentally, physically, it probably all depends on whether you can actually resolve it. You know, if you, if you can't go resolve something because someone has passed away or like your interaction with someone or, oh, yeah. or maybe some traumatic experience, you can't, you can't ever go physically there. Um, that's where therapy comes in. And I probably think it's pretty valuable uh, to be able to work through that with people yeah. and then having people around you to pick you up and carry you into the new change, you know, your new place. <coughs> but I, I thank God that maybe this, this was a good, a good thing. This will be a good thing for me. It was emotionally heavy though. It was kind of a I don't know. Oh, for sure. It was a it was an interesting it was an interesting interaction. Because you didn't you didn't go <coughs> with those intentions. Oh no. It's just what happened. Well, I went to encourage my friend and right. that totally happened. And I think my friendship with him and his family, like it was actually made stronger, yeah. you know, because of this. So it was in, it was interesting. Some things were solidified and others were shifted. So Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So so anyway, I, I, I think you've gone, I think you did something similar last year when you went home. And so I think you know? there's some, some similar experience, you know, to actually go back and solidify something or, or see what something is. And yeah. there probably was a shift in that. And that's what I was, 
that's kind of what I was getting at because I had made up in my mind some some stories. I had told myself certain stories about my experiences as a child, um, <clears throat> my relationship with my parents, um, my even my relationship to just experiences in the church growing up. And some of those were confirmed, but others of those were like, I was able to see a different, from a different angle. Yeah. Because I actually sat down and asked my parents some questions as an adult that you don't think to ask as a, as a child. Like, I don't know. I, and, and again, it's like part of this journey because as a kid, I would have never asked those questions. Right. And nobody would ever come alongside side me and say, hey, you probably need to ask your parents these questions. Like, it just didn't happen, nor would it. Well, and you know, you, so yeah. you process things differently as an adult. And so I was able to go back and kind of, <clears throat> and so when you confront those things and actually uh, deal, and confrontation doesn't always have to be this negative sense of like this, I'm going to push up against this. Confront just simply means to bring to the surface and to deal with and right. to say, okay, let's let's put this actually on the table instead of continuing to bury it. But like whatever the negative thing or whatever the the thing is that you're wrestling through, instead of continuing to try to cover it up, let's just be let's get continually better at putting it on the table and actually having a conversation about it and evaluating it and seeing things for what they really are. So I had made up some stories in my head just by perception and things I picked up along the way that nobody had ever told me, but I perceived them to be true. And I told myself that they were true. And I, and I came to the conclusion, Oh, my parents must be this way and do act this way because of these things that I made up in my head. Right. And I went back, had a conversation. Some of them were confirmed and others of them was, I had so much more grace for them, so much more compassion for what they had dealt with growing up and the things that they had encountered and mm. experienced. And I was like, oh, the narrative that I writ- wrote in my head wasn't like, that's not true. And... I was able to see things from a different perspective because I took the time to have a conversation about it and to put it on the table and say, let's, let's, let's look at this. Yeah. When you went on, you went on purpose to explore that Mm -hmm. and mine was totally accidental, Yeah. but you can get the same outcome Mm -hmm. as long as you're aware of it, as long as you're aware of what's going on. Cause I think a lot of times we go through these experiences and it could be even local it doesn't have to, you don't have to travel to do this mm-hmm. but we go through these experiences we're not even aware that it's going on so we don't even ask the right questions we don't we don't understand why we respond the way we're responding mm-hmm. you know if we if we get you know for lack of a better word triggered over something that happens um <clears throat> why yeah we don't take the time we just know i'm ticked off right I'm now mad. Or someone's that, gonna that, pay yeah. that mess, mess something up in me and i'm gonna deal with the exterior and i'm gonna I'm going to try to cover that up yeah. or, or, or distract, or distract, distract from myself it. from it. Yeah. yeah. Either myself or other people. And it's, mm-hmm. it's the, but I think most of it, mo- most of the time we're just unaware of how, why we are the way we are, you know, why we do what we do. Yeah. So we got to study ourselves. It's a, it's and a, it takes so thing. much work. Like, and I think we, I, I don't, I probably say this too much, but like we live in such a fast paced society where everything's at our fingertips. <laughs> We can distract ourselves so easily from the things that we're feeling to the things that we want to feel. Yeah. Um, well, we're just reactive. Like yeah. we're reacting to as things come to us instead of looking at things ahead of us mm-hmm. and being objective and also on the offense. We're just always playing defense. We're always just reacting. And it's, it's like... I think partly because we don't have time to. Like That's probably true. I mean, I think of the stage of life that... I mean, really, both of us are in. You're not. You are a little bit farther down the road than me as far as having a teenager in your home, but you still have, uh, you know, a young boy um, as well that you're managing and navigating challenges that are different than right. your daughters. But like, it's it's like this thing of like, man, that popped up in my life. I don't even have time to ask why. I'm just like dealing move with on it to the real next time right. because this is coming. Right. That's coming. The next thing is coming. And it's so frustrating. And I don't 
I don't necessarily know the answer. I think I'm on a journey to like trying to discover some of the answers and maybe right. find answers. But it's it's a frustrating process because you don't just have time often to sit and think about and to evaluate. And it's really a deep work of the Holy Spirit that that we need right. help. With the well, I even looked at my schedule and face. I was like, okay, if I don't, I mean, I, I, I looked, I was considering going and I've been talking about this for a long time. I was like, yeah. okay, so I need to go. I need to go. I need to go. This thing with a stay on came about and I was like, well, maybe, maybe now's a good time to go. And then I started thinking about what's coming and I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like I can't go. Hmm. Well, then I looked at the schedule and it's like, okay, I've got this three day window. And if I don't go now, I just can't happen. And so I said, if the right flights are in place, I'll do it. And I looked and of course the they happen to be there, you know, so leave on a Sunday afternoon, not going to affect anything then come back on a Wednesday, supposedly be back for, you know, groups, which that didn't happen because of weather. But see, I didn't but bring that okay. weather in, man. Someone else brought that weather in, but mm. <laughs> it was ahead of me. So someone was, someone was ahead of me. <laughs> I had a friend actually in Houston and he was like, Hey, I'm here on a trip. And, uh, where are you connecting through Dallas or Houston? And I was like, Houston. And he goes, good luck, man. <laughs> and he goes, there's oh, a big no. old storm. So he had texted me that like early the morning in the morning and I was like, dang it. So sure enough, everything got delayed. And so anyway, I mean, I, I, I realized that, okay, so I have this three day window. Should I go or not? I've never gone to Costa Rica for three days. I mean, that's never, never happened. It's always a week and always over a weekend. So I can go see people at the church like that, you know? So it's right. like, this one was just a strange, so, but I took it and it was so good to take the time. I'm not telling you, it was good to take the time. And because of it, I, I got to experience something that I probably wouldn't have. I'd just continue in my, almost in my naiveness, maybe. I don't, it's probably not naive. I guess just unaware that things had shifted. And I knew they had, but it was just experiencing it was just different, you know. Well, and it's cool that you, you found yourself in a position where, and I don't know, I mean, you can't, like, maybe you can over-spiritualize everything, but, like, God obviously did something in your heart as a result of you going on that trip. Now, yeah. were you intentionally saying, like, this is something that God is leading me to do and I need to say yes to it in this moment, blah, blah, blah? I don't know. I mean, Maybe. but you, like, the reality is you went on the trip, you felt like you needed to go on the trip, and the time was now because, right. like, things, the way things fell in the calendar. And that's a good thing. I, I had a similar experience actually just yesterday where one of our students called us in, in the morning and he was speaking in his chapel and he's like, Hey man, I'm, I'm having trouble like thinking through this, this passage and like finding an illustration that will connect with some of these students. He goes, do you have any ideas? And so I walked him through some different things and that kind of stuff. And then I said, well, what, what time is your chapel? And he said, oh, it's two fifty. Mm. And I, I said, is it going to be live on Facebook or anything? And, he goes, he goes, yeah, it's actually, actually we, we stream it live. So I said, oh man, I'll, I'll have to check it out. And I got off the phone and I was like, this weird feeling came over me of like, no, you need to go <laughs> and you need to be there. And I was like, what? I was like, I can just watch it online and we can talk to him about it later, you know? And we got light up the night coming up. We got yeah. all these things that are like, it's, it's a, pretty busy week for us. But I had an opening in my day during that time. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. And I walked in and he was like, he was like, dude, like, what are you doing? And That's I was cool. like, man, I just came, I just came to like be here with you and for you, whatever. You just made him nervous. <laughs> I probably did. I probably did. Yeah. Cause he had no idea that I was coming. I called his school and that's cool. Made sure that it was okay that I was there and all that kind of stuff. Whatever. I, I find myself in there, and dude, the second song he was he spoke for a portion of the chapel and then led worship for mm. uh, for the chapel as well. So and he was singing for the first time. He was nervous about that. Normally he wow. just plays. He doesn't sing. And the sec second song that they played was "You Are My All in All." And dude messed that me took you up. back that took, took you back it took me back <laughs> to a, two specific places oh really 
One was at Camp Chautauqua in uh, Miamisburg, Ohio, growing up, <laughs> and I pictured myself oh, my word. where I was sitting when we were singing that song, where it hit me. And wow. then a second time, it was when I was going through some uh, some pretty dark times in my life, dealing battling with some uh, depression and mental uh, some mental stuff that I had no answers for. And I was in the shower. I was ready to like go into have a conversation with my pastor and be like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm like, I need to be done. And I don't know why that song. And I remembered every word of it. Or did you sing it? No, I started singing (laughs) it in my head. And that part is a Lord to give up. I'd be a fool. You are my all in all. And I was like, bro, it was sitting in the chapel and just like found myself very vividly in these two different wow. places. And wow. I was like, okay, thank you, Lord. That was a cool like, moment. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for this moment that I didn't necessarily, I wasn't even aware that it was happening right. until that until student that called me. Yeah. And why? So now you have to sing the song to us since you remember all the words. No, I remembered right all now. the words in the shower that day. Yeah, but you just I, heard it on Tuesday. No, man. I don't remember all the words. Well, just right now, you just heard it. I remember the part where it says, Lord, to give How up, I'd start? be a fool. Um, it says, I don't remember the first words, but I know I don't either. You are my yeah. all in all, yeah. You are the treasure that I seek. You, you are my all in all. See, I always sound good when I sing with you. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's right. like I'm able, like, I'm able to. <laughs> I'm able to like kind of you know hit that high B when I when I'm singing with you you know one one headphone on you know that's good (laughs) cover the ear cover the (laughs) ear (laughs) oh dude it's interesting like the things that That you recall but as soon as it came on I was like dude what is happening well I wonder if those little moments or little Easter eggs God puts around for you to find and and experience yeah or maybe some reminder or maybe just a hug you know it was a gift because I didn't even know that I was. It's not like this week I felt like giving up or anything, right. but it was like I, I wasn't know. here and we weren't recording a podcast. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. That was a bummer. Was. <laughs> but I, I don't know. It was just a sweet moment with the with the Lord and how randomly it came about yeah. and through. Well, and where just are you going to go? So this is so funny because where are you going to go today and have someone sing that song? Nowhere. Nowhere. Well, like, because dude, they played somewhere because it was there, but yeah, they played like, and it was, it was accompanied by a YouTube video. Like, because, like, I mean, it's a small Christian school. Yeah. And it wasn't even 169, dog. It was like 4 3, like resolution. That's super old. It didn't even fit on the whole screen. And I'm like, I just, I can't believe that this moment is happening right now. And then I just went into a place of like, I mean, I just closed my eyes Messed and you just, <laughs> just worship because I was like, man, this is like, so what you're a saying gift. we're going to bring what back the old 90s music. Is that what you're saying? No, oh, it okay. was just nostalgic <laughs> for me. And it was a gift, man. Like I was so thankful for that moment because it reminded me that like, he really is like. It's a journey. And he is my my all in all. Like, and so how can you endure some things where days you feel like giving up? How can you endure things where you're like maybe seeking something that is not really God's best for you? And like hmm. it reminds you to like seek him and that he is our treasure, that he is our all in all. And like I was I don't know. It's That's like, cool. So I I like I looked it up and nobody knew sings it either. Like oh no. No. The the newest I could find was like uh, something city like I don't know, and it was like they did a weird rendition of it. I I wasn't a fan, <laughs> so then I listened to like a Shane and Shane version of oh. it, and then uh, I forget the other uh, not was it Christy Knuckles? No, don't I know. don't know. Some other uh, lady it wasn't my jam, like, man. So I don't know, <laughs> dude. It was bizarre, bro. It took me to some serious places that I was just like. I was That's able cool. to like really be thankful for that God brought me through some of those seasons and times and what a weird song to be not a weird song but just an old one yeah it's cool interesting wow cool yeah I think if we are aware and even those little nudges like that take advantage of those little nudges that's mm-hmm. that's good that's real good hey you mentioned something just a minute ago about this week how busy it is this weekend is the typical uh, nationwide Halloween 
Mm-hmm. And um, we do something different um, around here. Just we do to, I don't, I don't think you want to call it celebrate, but we do something different to acknowledge it and highlight it. Um, and we call it light up the night. Mm-hmm. And so I think we should talk about that just for a minute. Cause I think among Christianity, there's this tendency to, to either run away from it, to try to rebrand it or to try to ignore it, like ignore, you know, dismiss it, mm-hmm. maybe even preach against it, all that stuff. And so, um, we, you know, we, we do this, uh, we do this event on the 31st every year, doesn't matter where it falls, this year happens to be on Sunday, but, um, the 31st of October, we do live tonight. And we, we got this from our sister church in Orlando. They've been doing this for a long time and they shut down. I don't know if they shut it down, but they get a, get permits on the street and they do this whole street where they do. Oh, cool. You know, they have these industrial lights, or I think they do industrial lights and then they have these inflatables and they have just games and music and they have a blast. And so we saw it, we saw them do it a couple of years. And so we started it uh, here at Bethel and it's been, it's been a lot of fun, but it's coming up this Sunday night. So tell us some of the things that are happening this Sunday night. Like yeah. How to, and, and why do we call it light up the night? Well, it's lighting up. The idea is to light up a <clears throat> what is typically um, in our in our world a a, dir- a dark night, and it surrounds a lot of evil. Um, a lot of evil things have potential for happening on this night, and it just I don't know. Evil is uh, the word that that comes to my mind when it comes to like. I mean, when you think Halloween. The tendency is to like think of scary masks and right. you know violence and all these things that that happen. So it kind of brings to the surface what I think is already there in the in the minds and the hearts of people, anyways. But it just seems to be a time of year where that that stuff is surfaced, highlighted, and talked about. And so yeah. we've just used it as an opportunity to. What did your church do when you were provide. a kid? With Halloween, do you remember? I think it's no. I remember. I remember going to like some trunk or treat things. the The biggest thing I was never, I was not able to go trick or treating in in like neighborhoods or anything like that. Well, we lived in a pretty rough neighborhood, so it was probably for the best. <laughs> but um, my dad, like the. My dad used fear a lot of times to tell us why Halloween was wrong, which I see why. I mean, there's there's, there's a some, lot of some bad evil that can happen. Uh, but like razor, like razor blades in your candy yeah, say, yep, or in your apple. Needles in your needles yep. in your candy. Like yeah. you reach and people are so yeah. evil that, you know, if you they hold out a bowl of candy and you reach your hand in there, yeah. it's going to stick you with a needle and drug you. and or yeah, drugs yep. or something. Yeah, all that. I wonder Just, if that stuff ever actually happened. I, I don't heard know. The, I heard the same stuff as a kid and I don't, I never, like I never saw any reports of it actually happening. No, me neither. But, I actually look for them. Yeah, it's like kind of. As a kid, you're like you become curious. You're like, really did that? Got needles like, in that bowl. That actually got needles happened? in that bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's. Like, sh- I mean, I, it was the same thing, but I, I don't. We didn't you. do as far as I remember. I mean, I remember once or twice doing some kind of trick or treating. Like we went around, and I always thought it was bizarre because it was when I was a kid. It was like trick or treat, something, something. Smell my something. feet. Give yeah, me something good to eat. And then they wouldn't give you the candy if you didn't say that. And it was kind of yeah. weird. It was like when I was a kid. Now I don't know what they do. Now they just <laughs> knock on the door, give me some candy. I don't, I don't know. There was a neighborhood in Owasso that was known for, or a house that was known for giving out king-size candy bars. Yeah, here there's a whole neighborhood. Hit that up. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> neighborhood here that's got kings, like big old candy bars. Yeah. Um, anyway, the the older I got, though, and moved to Costa Rica, they, wouldn't even, they didn't even acknowledge it. That was like a, it was a true dark day. And so most people I was around didn't even, it wasn't, a, it wasn't mm-hmm. anything. But as I got older, it kind of got more influence. Um, and so they would come around. They wouldn't say trick or treat. They'd say Halloween, Halloween, you know, knock on the door. And so you'd, you know, give candy or whatever. Um, but most churches, when I was a kid, started doing something called a fall festival or some kind of, it's like an alternative. Yeah. Uh, so there's all these extremes, like don't even acknowledge it. We're not going to do anything to it. That's a wicked thing. Or let's do yeah. a fall festival, if come to us, bring this gym, let's go, yeah. So we did a, in Costa Rica, when we started our church, we did a hobo night <laughs> that night. 
and uh, we just had people dress up, bring hobo, like different stuff, and we'd put it in a stew. We made a stew. We had people get so mad at us for um, acknowledging Halloween. I was like, oh. well, we're just, they're going to be out doing something anyway. We're just, anyway, we got in trouble for that from people in our church. <laughs> yeah, there's people <laughs> Which that Which is really weird because. It's a polarizing It was strange because these were people holiday. that were new Christians too, and they just got real upset about it, so. So anyway, uh, yeah. so we have this light up the night, which has been, it's a lot of fun. There's a, there's, it's mainly like we get these industrial lights. Usually this, this year we're not because we're going to be under some lights, but we, you know, we lift the light up and it lights up a dark night. Really cool. But then we have all these fair games and volunteers. And mm -hmm. I think the most fun is hanging out with volunteers and having a good time with them. Um, yeah. It's and then a lot people of... come through and enjoy the activity and do hot dogs and popcorn and hot chocolate and. Lots of candy. So yeah, one of these years it's gonna be cold this year. Jordan man. Jordan said she wants she's gonna do some research on how we can make funnel cakes. Dude, I'm in on that. That's complex, man. No, it's That's not. It's serious. so easy, dog. You make serious. the batter, you pour it in, dude. It fries. Forty two to sixty six degrees. It's gonna be when on Sunday. Oh come on, Jeez. it's gonna be, and it's in the evening. Every so it's year, gonna be dude, chilly, dude. I feel like the building that we're sitting in is about to blow over. I'm telling you. And you there's, right, the sky is like rocking. Not almost hardly any clouds in the sky. Well, they're all blown away, dude. They can't, they can't stay still. <laughs> they can't. They can't handle the wind. It's like I would believe we're in a hurricane, man. Jeez, wild. So anyway, that's that'll be fun this weekend. And I think yeah, I think what it does for a lot of people because there's some people who go all out. And I wonder if you you guys go all out like dressing now. And I wonder if that's because when you say the, you guys, you mean your Jordan. family. Well, I don't know, man. You're in <laughs> no, these pictures. I, I, it seems I like you're play, the instigator. I play along. No, I I oh. am. I'm happy to play along, but. I don't come up with any ideas. Jordan's the one. Jordan loves holidays. Any chance she gets, like she's super, and I don't say this in a mean way. She's super cliche. Like huh. she Just loves the yeah. things that she's very, um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't like cliches. Yeah. The word is like, or traditional. <laughs> That's not even the right word. Well, I think it's traditional as far as like actually a holiday and you just do the thing that you're supposed to do on the holiday. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, and you don't mess with it. How, like Valentine's it Day is, is all is, hearts yeah. and purple and pink. And, yeah. you know, fall is pumpkins and, you know, pumpkin patches and like places, you know, what do, what do they call them? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, pumpkin it's, patches, yeah. Yeah, they're... And then Christmas is Christmas. <laughs> it's like she loves any any chance to, to celebrate. And well, there's to do all something there's all a bunch like of that. Christmas stuff up in Costa Rica. It's because they don't have Thanksgiving, and Halloween isn't their big, you know, celebration. Okay. So they've already got Christmas stuff out, man. They've already yeah. slid into Christmas. So oh, here if you put Christmas stuff right now, there's something wrong with you. Well, but there's people that do. No, man. November first, I've heard is nah, is the it's day. Supposed to be after Thanksgiving, man. No, that's what I think. You know, the skip. I asked somebody the other day because they were talking about it. November, like November first, Christmas Christmas exactly. tree's coming skipping, out. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you going to skip Thanksgiving? And they said, No, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. We're going to say thank you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that so is hard. funny. That is funny. I do like the smells of Christmas. Like oh, the smells man. of fall. I love of Christmas time. Yeah, I love yeah. the holidays. <clears throat> Thanksgiving. But you guys go all out, and maybe it's because you didn't get to experience it as a child. Maybe you know. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember really. I mean, Thanksgiving. We we always had a a, a big about meal. Light up the night. Oh, I'm light up the night. Thank Halloween. Oh, Halloween. No. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's not my favorite holiday. I don't say it's your favorite, but no. I I'll celebrate it, and I love all the candy. That's for sure. So when you said, "Oh man, I almost <sighs> want to punch you right in the throat," when you said, "When you said, uh, stay away from the chocolate candy because it melts," I'm like, "Dog, it's gonna be cold, dude. It'll be fine. Bring the chocolate." Yeah, but it's gonna be here at the <laughs> church for a month, and then it'll be melting in the yeah, no, in controlled, climate controlled environment. Chocolate puddle. No, come on, it's climate controlled. We it's don't like set the candy outside in the sun with Hershey Kisses, oh, and they just all man, melt dude, everywhere. See, you just no, dude, no I'm a party no, pooper, dude. dude. You are Straight man. When you said. Stay you away from what? the chocolate. You I was like, bro, give me the mic. No, don't stay away from the chocolates. Bring the there's, chocolate. There's acceptable chocolate like Snickers bars and yeah, like uh, like like Reese's, yeah. But when you once you go to like Mr. Good Bar, yeah, or, well, they, those melt too. But yeah, bring them, all sure, bring them. all chocolate melts. <clears throat> I don't like Mr. Good Bar. So if you're listening <clears throat> to this before Sunday and you haven't brought, if you candy, like Mr. Bring Good the chocolate. Bar, if you like Mr. Good Bars, gross, dude. If they made Mr. Good Bars with those those uh, blanched almonds, <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> 
be a blanched <laughs> almond bar. Because <laughs> I just don't like the Mr. Good bars. <laughs> Too many peanuts, man. Too many peanuts. Yeah, there are a lot of peanuts in Mr. Good bars. I don't like crunches either. That that rice, that crisp rice or whatever. I think they just yeah. make crispy I mean, I'm, sometimes rice I'm crispy okay. treats. I'm okay with it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, meh. Yeah, but I can't. I don't think I can have those because I don't think those are gluten free. So, um, we got a pastor appreciation thing, and there was some good bars, and there was some. Oh those, yeah, those, I ate uh, them all. Those, well, I gave some to my kids. But. Those uh, rice things, and then there was Crunch, dark chocolate, was dark the, chocolate, special dark, special chocolate. dark chocolate, yeah. the chocolate, and so, and then there was something else in there. So I I pulled out the good ones, and then I laid the other ones out on the counter. And I said, "Hey, guys, would you like a piece of chocolate?" <laughs> <laughs> I they got the to, they got to pick from one or two. <laughs> they didn't get to pick the good stuff. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really so mean. bad. That's really bad. But, but they they love the oh, stuff that like I don't it. love. Just that you, you know? Yeah, they just well they eat anything you know. Yeah, that's true. So, Sugar. I will say there was one or two Mr. Good Bars left though. So I just don't know. Oh, bring you, them my you, way. If you I'll like Mr. Good Bars, I don't know. Let me know. Let me know why you like them. Well, I don't know. I think it's texture more than anything. Like that, there's a crunch with this with the smooth chocolate. Is that good or bad? No, it's good. I oh, okay. I like, you like I like different textures. So you like crunchy peanut butter? Yes. Say yeah. I used to. I just gets and I like teeth. I, I like, like almond Hershey's. I don't. I really don't oh, like almond plain, Hershey's though. That's different. I don't like. I feel like that's plain. Different. Um, like chocolate candy bars. Like there has to be something crunchy in it. Like mm. I'm a I'm very much a texture guy. I'm figuring out like. Hmm. Uh, but some people when guacamole, they say they're a texture guy, that means I, they don't like it. No, I cannot eat guacamole like without chips. Stuff, man. No, I have well, to have chips. Why would you do guacamole without chips, though? Well, like you it's put it on stuff. Chips. No, like I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put like, like would guacamole put it on, on a. Put it on steak no, or something. No, 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 Dude. no, no. They're all too mushy. No, no, no. So no it's making me mad. It's making me. I'm freaking out. <laughs> That's so good. You know why? I have a very specific memory sure of guacamole. <laughs> no, yeah, come on. No, no, no. Story. This is different. This is different. <laughs> we were driving through Taco Bell. I remember being in the drive-thru. My dad oh, orders some tacos, and they had guacamole on them. Yeah, but that, that's not Listen, real guacamole. I know. I know. That's but I have a memory of it, okay? It's burned inside. <laughs> it's stuck in there. And so we go through the drive-thru. My dad's like, uh, he's like, yeah, put uh, put guacamole on there. And I'm like, Dad, what's guacamole? He's like, Oh no, don't worry, you'll like it, dude. Ate it, threw up everywhere. <laughs> That's why you don't like. That's it. why I don't like tomatoes either. But wow. now I can eat guacamole as an adult because my brother slipped a tomato on my sandwich one time, my yeah. uh, turkey sandwich. Oh, that's good. Bit into it. You didn't like it. Threw up. No. I'm telling you, you I think threw it was up the tomato. The, well. It, that's where my memory's tied to. I don't need at restaurants at, that I threw up after eating it, and they make me sick. <laughs> it's like I can't go back there now. I've got one or two. It's traumatizing. I've got one or two of those stories. Yeah, but oh. my stomach has gotten harder and my brain has gotten stronger, and I don't. Oh, me. then you're just like I can grit through it. I don't care. I'm if a man. There in there. I don't care if there's something crawling through that. Oh. We're all good. Dude, Let's go back. No, 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 no. You gotta <laughs> stop, go dude. I don't do hair. Let's in the go food. back next week. Oh, uh, next week? <laughs> Tomorrow? You good? We're good. Does that Bro, matter? I tried the taco truck. Which one? Oh, right down here. Yeah, that's good. Isn't it? Oh, it's so good. Those dudes are okay. Good. Uh, what was I? I was gonna say. I only spoke else. to him in Spanish. So does he speak English? Because I don't. I haven't one of them. Oh, uh, see, I wish I knew Spanish, but no. Yeah, they they speak English. Okay. That's enough, good. enough to take orders. Yeah. Which kind did you get? Because they've got all different. The kinds. one. I don't know what the one is. I got the number one. Oh, the number one. I don't know. It's what that like is. comes with five tacos. Oh yeah. Because uh, are they all different tacos? Yeah. Well, you can get all different tacos. Okay. I did you just, get all different, or did you get the? Well, one of them's tongue, and I'm like, mm, you I'm good. Try it, dude. No, I'll bet you if the no good, that way. tongue's gonna be good. It's got little taste buds on it. You can like, <laughs> you can taste the taste buds. You gotta buds. stop. You gotta stop right now. I can't do that. I can't do that, dude. I'm not getting that taco. I don't want to wreck it for. I don't want to wreck so the place you, for me. You, I like it right when now. When you eat tongue, you know how you grab someone's finger and you rub like this on the finger when the, your fingers are parallel and you put your fingers on the outside and rub. Have you ever okay, that? yeah. No, that feels weird. Yeah, yeah that's how tongue, no. that's how tongue tastes. <laughs> and that right there just convinced me never to try it. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you for solidifying oh, that in funny. my heart. No, that's good. You need to go try it. You need nope. to feel that feeling, man. That's no, I don't. Feeling. I will not. And Softer I'm good. than you imagine. <laughs> it's like a little guacamole. Great. <laughs> oh, dude, you got to right, We got to end this podcast, dude. If I say yeet, can we go? <laughs> it's my turn to say yeet. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You're going to steal it from me today. <laughs>
Peace. Uh, so you, so anything else you're, you know, liking or trying or addicted to? Just that, man. I've uh, we went on Sunday too. I, I, I had it. It was a quick lunch the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh, these are so good. So I told Jordan, I was like, we got to go again. Yeah, that's good. So Sunday afternoon, we went and got some, brought them home, and ate them. Very good. Yeah, I've tried all of them, and I, and I, I usually get them all together so that I can't identify which one's which. So I'm like, ooh, that one was really good. What was it? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go try it again. I'll just, yeah, I'll just order a. Uh, Let's go try it again. Variety play together. Oh, they're good. And yeah, they're real good. So I've only had the chicken or the steak and the chicken so far. Oh, I don't think I have anything new since the last since last week. Have you figured out the London fog ratios yet? In your not yet. Your new coffee. Thing? Well, I mean, I had I've had four days where I couldn't make it, so I didn't. Oh yeah, that's right. Improve it. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> and really I ran out of oat milk. I do it with oat milk, so I ran oh, out of yeah. oat milk before Dude. the weekend. So then I didn't. Speaking of oat milk, I think never mind. We can talk about that after the okay. podcast is over. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sweet. I developed some sort of allergy <laughs> to oat milk. No. Oh okay. Like dairy. Oh yeah. So so we'll see. All right. Well, this has been a strange ramble. Wow. Yeah. We went. We really jumped off the deep end there at the end, talking about so much <laughs> random stuff. <laughs> Well, food. I think strange. there's some good the stuff food, in there, the so they food can stuff. They can fast. They if you can listen, skip the last if part. you listen to this on Spotify, part. you can listen to it times one point two or whatever, one point five. However, speaking of one point five, dude, I listened to a lot of audio on this trip, mm-hmm. and I cannot stand listening to something regular speed like anymore. The only the only person like I don't know who listens to what on this thing, but every once in a while, I'll see what Ben Shapiro has to say, and you can't speed him up because then you can't understand him. He already speaks really fast. Okay. But everyone else, man, I got a do 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 do. And there's this one book I listened to. Actually, you downloaded it. The one pre- before this, another one. I'm not gonna name it, but this book you downloaded, I had to do 1.7 just to just to keep it interesting. Because I was at one, I was about to pull my hair out. And so, because it's just so slow, methodical speaking, and you know mm. when this happens, it's like. Oh, dude, would you put some energy in your voice? <laughs> it's like, so it's like, I did 1. 1.3, 1. 1.4, 1. 1.5, 1. 1.6, 1. 1.7. Oh, 1.7. That's now. a sweet spot. 1.7. <laughs> oh, I wonder what our podcast is because I've only listened to it to in regular speed. So I don't know if we if we speed it up what it sounds like. <laughs> we probably sound like a little too fast. So, so anyway, um, I don't know why I said that. I said that first. Oh, yeah, you can speed up our podcast right now. So, yeah, if you want to. If you if you'd like to. So very good. Well, awesome. We'll uh this is our closest to the deadline podcast to date. Nice. So a little bit of heartburn with this one. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised that you were so. still able to do it. Well, my name is Ray. And I'm Ruben. And this has been the Rabbit Hole Ramble where we found out that Ruben doesn't like guacamole without chips. That's one of these days. Loud right there. And one of these days, I'm gonna get him some. I'm gonna get him some tongue. Oh, dude! So this podcast don't make me eat. Is where we say (laughs) the quiet quiet part out loud. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Little bunny rabbits. Oh man! All right. Have a good one, man. Peace. Eat. (laughs) (laughs) You said yours and mine. I thought we were gonna Uh, switch. No, we were switching. I was taking them all because you Uh, took all mine last week. That's right. That's why I forgot about that. So you can you can come with a new one. I can't. That's it is it is one of these. Yeah, see, it's like yeet. You know, just catch on. You can say that one. That's a stupid one. Deuces, (laughs) nice. All right, that's my new one. No, no.